Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Paul Tompkins on the line. Paul, how are you? I am fantastic, Michael. How are you today? I am wonderful. I'm looking forward to this conversation because you have an interesting business and you deal with real estate. And one of the big things is flipping houses. So share a little bit about you, your organization, and then we'll dive into some questions about what that process looks like and and how people that are intrigued uh, by being able to do this um, could get involved. Yeah, the name of our company is Flippin' Experts. There's no G on it, so just Flippin' Experts. And we created that just because we wanted to help more people. What we do is we buy and sell real estate. We flip it, right? We're those people you see on HGTV or Magnolia Network. or it, It's not just like that. I know a lot of people think it is. You're in and out in an episode and you, know, you have all the money in the world to spend, but that's not really how it is. We're here to make money. We're here to help families find a home, make our neighborhoods better. But we started this about seven years ago and my wife and I, we got tired of working for the man. We got tired of someone else being in control of our destiny. We were both working at a multi-million dollar resort that we helped purchase, launch. And a year into it, the CEO showed up one day and said, hey, we're going a new direction and we don't need your services anymore. And it wasn't just my salary or just her salary. It was both of our salaries gone within a matter of a five-minute conversation. And by five o'clock, have your keys turned in. We need you off the property. So it was a devastating blow to us. We had already been in real estate once before I had been, before 2008. So I already had experience in real estate. But when that hit, I mean, it was, you really don't control your own destiny unless you're an entrepreneur and, and you're in the driver's seat. And we learned it that day. And for 30 days, we promised ourselves, we're like, hey, we're not jumping back into anything. Let's figure out what we're supposed to do. Let's take our time. Let's not react, right? A lot of people react to a situation. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want us to be smart, articulate. So we sat and for 30 days, we thought about it. I don't know, 20 days in, I'm like, yeah, what did I do before that I really enjoyed? I'm, I'm a retired Marine. I'm a retired state trooper. I had lived that lifestyle and it's, it's, it's a dangerous lifestyle, especially with 2020, 2021 going on. It's just crazy. And I just knew that for my wife, I didn't want to go back into that. There's a lot of stress on family and a lot of time away from home. So I said, man, I really enjoyed real estate. And she looks at me and she's like, well, I went to school for design and I love staging. I love all the different facets of real estate. And I was like, let's do it. And we literally jumped in and within the first 30 days had two deals under our belt. So we kind of just, we always decided when we were let go that we wanted to control our own destiny. And for us, that's what it was. It was like no one else ever again will tell me when I can go on vacation, can tell me how much I'm going to make, can fire me. And from then on, we've done it on our own, Michael. It's been great. That is awesome. And it is a wonderful feeling to be your own business owner and to control your own schedule. Uh, it's it's something that I am thankful for in my own life and have been on the receiving end of that. Uh, we don't need you anymore at you know the horrible times. And it's yes. never a good time, but in a situation, especially in your household where you know 100% of the income all of a sudden vanished the same day uh, is, 
I'm, I'm thrilled that you took those 30 days because easily a lot of people in that situation react and go, I need to go get a job. And you, I'm guessing, would have you know been able to go find a law enforcement role pretty quickly. Uh, not that you'd wanted to. And I agree with you right now is I, I feel for... Uh, the people that are in the you know the front lines and in law enforcement, I've got family in there. Uh, it has not been an easy time. Uh, I hope that cooler heads prevail at some yes. point in the near future, um, because to protect and serve, and that's yeah. and and as a society, we need to do the same thing for those that protect us. So right. uh, keep that in mind. But I'll get off of that soapbox for a second. But ultimately, so you. You you leaned on some experience of things that you did before, and you had mentioned you were in it in 2008. And anybody that was halfway paying attention kind of knows what happened in 2008 and 2009 when it came to housing, a little thing called the Great Recession that you know gobbled me up in, in some stories and challenges that I had during that period of time. So I remember that you know time frame pretty much uh, as if it was yesterday, quite frankly, and. So going back into it years later, you know, what, what did you have any, I don't, don't want to say you were hesitant or anything like that, but were you concerned about it or did time away from it give you some new perspective on how you were going to approach it differently? Yeah, great question, Michael. I, I, I learned a lot. I was in it from 2004 to 2008. Uh, I did it part-time because I was still a state trooper. So I was doing real estate part-time and you know, I was making really good money. I was making $300,000 a year in real estate part-time. And as a state trooper, I'm making 36,600. So it was like, when's it time to leave? And I was getting ready to leave. And that's when 2008 hit. And I had never been through that before. I had never experienced a, a saturated market, a market that, you know, nobody wanted to buy in and all this inventory was out there. Obviously we're kind of in the opposite right now here in 2020, at the end of 2020, where there is no inventory and everybody wants to buy. So 2008, I just, I learned a lot in 2008 with what I do, Michael, is I, I flip, 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 flip. I take that cash and I go buy a rental, right? For long-term wealth. I want a paycheck, a retirement. Nobody's paying me a retirement. I mean, the state troopers are paying me a retirement, but that's not that much. But for me and my wife, I look at the flipping money as daily money, yearly money, a salary, whatever you call it. And then I look at my rentals as a long-term portfolio. It's retirement. By the time I retire, they'll all be paid off. Um, so what I do is I take that short-term income and I go buy a rental cash. And about two years ago, I went to this big mastermind and everybody's like, well, why are you paying cash for them? Like, do you cash out refi and get your money back out and then go do it again? And I'm like, no, I, I, I pay them off. And, and they couldn't understand it. There's like 50, 60 people in the room. They're like, you're crazy. Like, pull, you know, refi it out, get your money interest rates are so low, like, like you can go do more. And I'm like, I know, but for me and my family, I went through 2008. I was fired and let go on the spot. So I understood in order to protect my family, I never wanted anybody to be able to take away something that was mine, right? If, if you have a mortgage on a home, it's not yours. It's the bank's. I don't care what you say, the bank can come take that whenever they feel like it. If you have a line of credit, the bank can at any time say, I want my money back on this line of credit, give it to me. And what are you going to do? So for us, and it's different for everyone. I, I have many friends and colleagues that they just, they, they pay cash, they cash out refi, they take that to go buy another one. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But in 2008, I was stuck with 12 of those at $1,000 mortgage a piece. 
That's $12,000 a month. I'm a state trooper. You know, I make, I, I make that in nine months, eight months. So for me, I wanted those paid off. Now I have a couple notes out there floating around, but most of my rentals are paid off. All of that income comes in, knowing that I can never take it away. They're paid off. Um, and then I just, I just keep doing that. And I learned that from 2008. And then when COVID hit and everything in 2020 went sideways, I have half of those investors that were sitting in that same mastermind texting me, calling me going, now we know what you meant. You know, you didn't have $3 million sitting out that the bank could call in at any time. You didn't have all these mortgages where inventory is now dried up and it's harder to find deals. And I'm having a hard time paying these. And, and I never had that. I had rental checks coming in. My, my family and I, our company, we were at peace and we were able to actually take on more because everybody else was slowed up because they had to pay all those, those bank notes and they didn't have the income coming in. Yeah, a good friend of mine likes to use the phrase, tragedy creates opportunity. And this pandemic has definitely been tragic for so many people, but definitely. you prepared yourself and you learned the lessons from the past to make sure that when this pandemic hit, not that you knew it was going to happen, but any type of downturn would hit that you'd be prepared and they can't take it away from me. And yeah. it's that is a very, very powerful and fulfilling feeling to have sure. it yeah. because what it does is it gives you a, a level of safety to know even in the middle of a pandemic with all that has gone on that you're as safe as you could possibly be and yeah. it gives you the opportunity to go okay where can we monetize some things where can we help what can we do to make things easier when just or just be a, a calming beacon basically when there's so much chaos and like i said you got phone calls from people and from that mastermind going oh now we understand the lesson it takes a while to, for it to sink in yeah. kind of like the karate kid you know it took took ralph machia you know in that kid, the movie the character took him yeah. forever to finally clue in to what place you know thankfully you know you clued in you know you learned the lesson once like okay don't want that again and it made the necessary adjustments to be successful so so for somebody that because of course, and I and I love how you framed it, where you take these properties, and then when you get to a certain level of the income, you go, okay, now we have enough to be able to go buy a rental property for long term investment and in returns uh, for your retirement. I mean, that's definitely an amazing process, and makes a lot of sense because otherwise, if you're just buying one property and trying to get rental income off of it. Um, you're not going to get your retirement income of it. I don't care what kind of house it is. It's not going to be enough for you. So for somebody that would be interested in wanting to learn about this process and some things to look for, and I know it would probably take you know several days and weeks and months to learn everything, but what are some things that you want to advise people of if they're thinking about you know doing something like flipping houses and, and doing a similar thing that you've done? Yeah, Michael, I, I actually created an online training course. And when I first launched it, I, I had seen, there was two different types of investors, right? There's, I go to these, these RIA meetings and these meetups and I'd, I'd speak at some of them and there'd be a line at the end of it and want to come talk and I'm talking to them and I'm like, it was either a really good story or a really bad story, right? It was, it was hey, I invested in my education. I did some online training courses. I teamed up with a local investor that showed me the ropes. And then you have the other side of, well, I thought I could do it. 
I thought I could borrow money from my family and somebody else. They didn't educate themselves. They saw a show, they watched a YouTube video and they went and did it and they lost money or they didn't make a lot of money. And time and time again, I've kept hearing people like having the bad experience with real estate. And I'm like, man, that sucks. Cause like real estate has been around forever. It's, it's so lucrative. It, it, it's something tangible. You can touch it. It's not the stock market. Nobody's controlling it for me. It's, it's my property. I can rent it. I can sell it. I can, I can do whatever I want with it. So that's why I liked it. And I kept hearing horror stories and I'm like, somebody's got to do something. My wife finally was like, I think that's you. Like, but we could only reach people in Florida and South Georgia, right? Because that's where I'm at. And I wanted to reach people everywhere. And so I created a course on how to do what I do. And I'm like, how to do it right, how to do it ethically, how to do it, you know, having a GC and pulling permits and doing it the right way and giving a homeowner a great experience. And as we kind of grew that, I just, it, traction just kept building and building. And finally, I was like, I'm going to make a membership site where people can come in, experience it. So right now I have a membership site. It's seven days for $1. And everybody's like, you're crazy. You know, you're giving away too much content. You're giving away seven of your first training modules on how to flip a house for a buck. Paul, what if they bail after that? I'm like, I don't care. Maybe they learn something out of those first seven that can save them from losing 10 grand or 20 grand or making a huge mistake. So that's, that's my goal. And then if they want to stay in, they can stay in for $79 a month and they get all the rest of them. They get a, how do you create wealth through rentals course, like rental properties? Like, how do you create long-term wealth through doing that? When should you do that? A lot of people try to jump into rentals right away. And I'm like, you don't have the money for that. Like you need to be flipping. So you continually making money after money every three months and getting a bigger chunk of change. And then as time goes on, grow into your rentals. And then I have 30 or 40 other trainings in there just to like, literally, Michael, I'm, I'm throwing out as much. I learned it from Brendan Burchard, right? I throw out as much information as I can because maybe they don't hear this one or this one, or they don't listen to this. Or they, if they can learn something from it that makes their life better and saves them money and helps their family have generational wealth, I'm all about it. So we created that. It's live. It's at Flipping Experts. They can go on to sign up. They can check me out for a week, get seven trainings for a dollar. If they don't like it, they bail. If they don't think I'm that funny or I'm that good looking or whatever it might be, hey, no hard feelings, but if they can learn something, because that's what I do, Michael, I, I pay a ton of money every single month, every single year, because the person who's where I'm at, who's where I want to go, I mean, like, I want to be here one day, but I'm here. Well, how do I get there? Well, I have to go learn from this guy who's already there, who's already done it 10 times bigger than me. Well, that takes money, that takes connections, that takes all that. So I pay every single month to learn from somebody who's already done it and is already successful, right? They're still doing it. I don't, these gurus that are out there that they did it 20 years ago and now they're doing a course. And I'm like, but are you in it every single day still? Because algorithms have changed. Technology has changed. It's easier to find houses without leaving your home. There's ways to save money that, that wasn't there. Because I remember I was there in 2004. I'm, half of this stuff wasn't there. So I just try to give them the most education that I possibly can. And I'm just one stream of it, right? I take online training courses all the time from other investors. And people are like, you're crazy. Why? You're doing so good and you're making so much money. I said, but if I learn one thing from that guy or that girl that saves me $2,000 on a house and I do 50 houses this year, I'm like, I just made an extra $100,000 by taking this guy's course or this girl's course or listening to this webinar and I think that's what I would tell them, like educate themselves. Like so many people go to college, right? I'm over by Florida State. 
And I have all these young guys and girls all the time come up to me and they're like, yeah, I was like, how much do you spend on your education? They're like, well, I'm like 170,000 in debt, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, what did you go to school for? And it's not what they're doing. Right. And I'm like, well, you're not even going to school for what, like, oh, you spend $170,000 and you're not even using that education for your, your career. They're like, no, I want to go into real estate and make a million dollars. I'm like, but they don't want to take a course. They don't want to get educated. They don't want to get a mentor or a coach that can say, Hey, that's a bad deal. This, these numbers don't make sense. And it, and it baffles me. Um, but you know, they'll learn very quickly. My good colleague of mine, Steve Ulsher, this was years ago, but I'm sure the stat's pretty close to it, um, indicated that over 80% of people that have college degrees are not working in the field that that college degree is in. Um, and Because he, he made a comment about how colleges are a big waste of money. I've got some differing opinions on that, depending on what you study, but... Yeah. It boils down to this. Those students that won't invest, they want to go into this, but they don't want to take any courses to learn anything. I think part of it is they, they feel jaded because they paid all this money for something that is not necessarily giving them what they thought it would give them. And for some reason, people think they go through school, they go to college or university, they graduate, then, okay, no more learning. It's like, please don't stop learning at that yes. point. Don't never stop learning. Continue to learn. Yes. Um, there's and even if it's something that's not even in your vocation, something learning about a skill or a trade or history or anything like that, it keeps this thing moving. Yes. And then when when it's doing that, it's moving and things in motion tend to work better, which means you'll have more clarity. So like in your situation, you said, okay, I, I took this investing course and I just learned that I can save 2000 bucks. And you said, okay, 50 homes. There's a six figure return on that. There's a majority of people would love to have $100,000 a year as income. You were able to do it with taking an online course. On something and that's, that helps. And that's you only that. that's only one year. That's yeah. only one year. Like yeah. I'm if I do this for the next 20 years, that's two million dollars on one thing that I learned in one course that was only two thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It is. And there there's absolutely no excuse for people not to learn things. It, Things are more accessible than ever. And even during this pandemic, yes. I know a lot of people you know, have struggled with it a lot. And instead of focusing on, okay, how can I generate some income myself and do something, launch a business, do something like that? So many people, unfortunately, you know, didn't take opportunities of this downtime that they had. Uh, and they just you know watched it whittle away by watching Netflix or whatever. And again, nothing yeah. against nothing against resting and relaxation. That's great. Sure. But you know, I took it as an opportunity, going, okay, what can I do to pivot my business a bit, yes. serve, do different things? And it's paid humongous dividends this year and yeah. for you know, the next 20 for sure, because like, okay, what, what do I need to know? What, where, where I can, what can I learn about something yes. that can benefit me now and benefit clients and organizations, this show, anything like that. And it's, it's one of those things where don't dismiss the opportunity to learn how to invest in different things and yeah. 
even you know with, with your course it's like it's a dollar you can't buy anything from six bucks for a dollar okay yes. it's yeah. impossible yeah um, unless you're a senior and you go to the arches and you can get senior coffee for a quarter or whatever they charge I'm not a I mean, senior the dollar yet. the dollar store is more than a dollar now it, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah they're, they're, everything's there is like three four five maybe ten you're like what happened? You know, yeah. So it's, so it, it's, it's, a, I mean, I highly recommend it because I, I think even, and if this is the case, even if you had no desire whatsoever to flip houses or things like that, just learning something new yeah, I, I, is important. And it might be a situation where it could be a complete life changer for you because you might be living in a neighborhood or a community where there's several properties that would you know qualify for the type of work that you do, where someone, if they've got the right you know mixture of things and they follow the guidance, could go in, oh, yeah. get those houses ready to go, flip them right away, and next thing you know, they've got, well, I've got enough money where I could buy an apartment complex, and and be able to do it, and now all of a sudden I've got income coming in. And I'm I'm sitting here on my couch watching Netflix, but money's coming in and. Yeah, right. so it, it it's I want to say it, it's not hard, but it takes effort and it takes right. time yeah. and commitment, and it's investing in yourself. You know, yes. and I and I, I always tell people invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, take this take the twelve hundred dollars stimulus check and buy some online courses. You don't yes. need the, you don't need the sixty inch television. Your your fifty five is working perfectly, people. You know? uh, and I'm I'm not to be judgmental, but I, I see it and I see people yes. struggle. Like you know those people that called you and went, oh now we get it. I don't like seeing people struggle. And I think you know by going through your course or other online courses to learn mm-hmm. how new new tricks to generate income, so you don't have to be you know, like you said in the onset, you know, working for the man, you work for yourself. And if yeah. you can do that, the world's going to be a better place for you, your world, the people around you. It just makes all the sense yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. You nailed it, Michael. I, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. That's awesome. So, Paul, I've loved our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and this awesome work you're doing? Yeah, they can just go to flippin, F-L-I-P-P-I-N, experts.com. That's our website. And just follow us on social media. We give away free content on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. I mean, any way we can help them, they can private message us, they can email us, and we'll help them any way we can. We give away a lot of free content every single month that we would love to bless them with. That's awesome. And I'll definitely have that in the show notes. So, Paul, thank you again for being on the show. Congratulations and continued success in all this work you're doing. Michael, thank you, man. I love your show. I love what you're doing. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.